I had a really cool experience the other night that I wanted to take the time to explore in an episode, in a podcast episode. Um, And what's so cool about this experience is that after the experience and reflecting on it, I was able to see how over the course of maybe like five or so years, like there were different events that led up to this experience. And what the experience was, was I became aware that I was repeating a pattern. For those that don't understand what that means, it's basically, we learn patterns of behavior growing up. We're conditioned by different things in our environment, by the people that raise us and everything. Like say, for instance, um, a pattern of behavior could be getting really frustrated in traffic. It could be yelling at the TV because you don't like what you're hearing. Um, it could be, it could be anything, right? It could be sitting at a red traffic light and screaming your brains out at the traffic light because it's red and not green and you have a place to be, right? But what's interesting is that as I heal, I'm really doing the best that I can to mold a new personality for myself, right? Personality is how you think, how you feel, and how you act, Those are the three ingredients of a personality. And what's interesting is that the different events that have occurred over the course of like five or so years have been these kinds of events like me being more aware, me becoming more aware of dynamics of social interactions and conversations. So what's interesting about this experience that I had the other night and the fact that I was able to recognize it as a pattern repeat. In other words, you could call it um, repetition compulsion. Anything that we're used to is going to use us, right? I've said before, what you're used to will use you, and that's just the reality of it. This is how repeating patterns works, because we learn a behavior, and then we just repeat it over and over again. That's That's how it works. And so... This one night, I was having a conversation with my girlfriend, and it was very interesting because I found myself talking about something that was sort, I guess I could say familiar to earlier years of my life. Um, The way that I used to approach, say for instance, the news, right? You're watching something usually tragic that's happening somewhere else. And for me, the way that I experienced that was I felt the need to do something about it. I felt the need to, like, rescue and, like, caretake and all that stuff. Again, very familiar dynamic. And what's so interesting is that while I felt that, I also felt a sense of helplessness. Because it's like in that moment, I don't know if there's anything that I can do about it, right? And that leads me to feel deeply helpless. And, you know, it's like... One of the most challenging things for me in life is to know that there are people out there that are creating problems and really negatively impacting other people's lives, right? It actually hurts me. Now, I will say that human beings are an advanced species. We are. However... That doesn't mean that we always make good decisions, because we don't. And the decisions that we make that negatively impact other people's lives 
don't need to be made. And it actually frustrates me that it is the case that people make decisions that are not for the best of other people, that they could be better. And yes, I know that it's important to see it as like, all right, well, everyone is doing the best they can with the level of conscious awareness that they're at. Yes, I understand it. It's still frustrating. And so I found myself in a situation um, where a very familiar energy dynamic of that sense of helplessness, that sense of, wow, I'm very frustrated with humans because why aren't we any better than we are? Like, we could be, so why aren't we, right? And, um, you know, I've held certain opinions and feelings about different things growing up, different beliefs and everything. Um, suggest, like, basically seeing some things as unnecessary. It's kind of like, why do we have to do that? Why, right? And it's just challenging to sit with the helplessness of it. But what I really want to get at is becoming aware of the pattern repeat, of the repetition compulsion, of... And it's it's the same thing as me mindlessly taking my phone out of my pocket and checking it or checking social media. Repetition, compulsion. The, the whole thing here is compulsion, right? Compulsiveness is... Well, let's look at repetition compulsion. We have a tendency to act out events from earlier on in life, especially when we are not healed, when we don't take care of, um, you know, releasing old energies from ourselves and working through issues and healing. Things are going to repeat themselves in our lives. That's just the reality of it. But, um... So basically, like, I actually, I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. I am repeating a pattern right now. And it really stopped the entire situation. And I actually realized that I was repeating a pattern. And I thought about it, and I was like, why am I talking about this? Why are we talking about this? How does this benefit our relationship or how does this benefit me and when I say that I'm not referring to like building on an ego or anything I'm genuinely like referencing healing the most important thing that I'm doing right now in my life is healing uh from specifically from childhood trauma and it's interesting because like when I look at it I have realized that throughout my entire life again what you're used to will use you I've been used by what I'm used to. And that's just the way that it works. It's always worked that way. And it usually will always work that way, which is why it's important to become aware of negative patterns, or let's not call them negative. Let's not really label them. Patterns that you don't like, patterns that you're not happy with, right? Because maybe um, maybe they lead to um, unhealthy experiences in relationships or just in your own personal life, in your relationship with yourself. Um, but I noticed that like years ago, the way that I used to approach some conversations were just like, like, like we'd, we'd be, we'd be arguing back and forth, like talking back and forth, talking back and forth, talking back and forth. And I had to snap us out of autopilot. Right. And it's like the question then became, 
what do you want for like like what what do you what do you what do you want from this? What is your intention? Like the fascinating thing to me is that people will argue just to argue because they're used to it. It's familiar. Maybe they want to be right. Maybe it doesn't matter what the end goal is. What matters is it's familiar. It's a matter of familiarity. That's what it all is about. And you know, I I um I just in that moment like I stopped myself and I was like Oh, I'm waking up. I, f- I fell asleep again. I'm becoming... A- That's metaphorical, of course, but... Or maybe it's not even metaphorical. Maybe, like, a majority of waking life is literally just a dream state driven by the subconscious and autopilot, right? We're just... Like, we're, we're, we're gone. And this other entity that's drowsy as fuck just takes over, Right? And so, I looked at it and everything, and I was like, I want to be in control of this, this engine, this, this, this driving force. I want to be in control of it. I want to be more aware of it. Why is it here? Why does this just happen? Why do I find myself in conversations with people that I don't even want to be in? Oh my God. Talk about one of the most important things, actually being interested in a conversation that you're having with somebody. And I'm not trying to, I'm, I'm talking from my own experience. I'm not talking from anybody else's experiences, but I can imagine that other people have had similar experiences to me. Um, I find myself getting into conversations with people that it's like, do I even value this? Why am I having this conversation with this person? It's not a matter of the person. It's a matter of the conversation. And this also goes back to my same argument of, you know, it's like, I would argue that a majority of connection is exceedingly superficial. It doesn't go deep. It's void of meaning. And it's just the same, like, it's like the television, the news, and the media provides the material, and then we just go and eat it up and then vomit it at each other, you know? It's like, I just think that it's, it's, uh, it's strange, and I'm really not for, I I don't like that at all. I I think that we can do a lot better in terms of, it, (laughs) I think that, again, a majority of connection is very superficial. And I think that whenever people have conversations, um, they're really only touching superficial stuff, right? And therefore, I don't think that you can really get intimacy from superficiality. I don't at all. Um, But it's not even just about that. The pattern that I was repeating had so much more actually, I would argue, to do with a feeling state rather than the material of the conversation. I, as, as I heal, I'm becoming aware of feeling states that are familiar to me. Again, what you're used to will use you. Uh, I've been very used to, earlier on in my life, feeling states of victimization, of helplessness, of... Um, you know, depressiveness of, of, of sadness, of all that kind of stuff. Um, I understand if I'm seemingly painting a very dark picture, um, but I just have to be, you know, transparent about this. It's very interesting how, like, you know, de- depending on what it is that we feel, especially earlier on in our lives, how much that carries itself through our life as we get older. 
it's real. It's 100% real. And that's like, sure, it's about the things that I was talking about in the conversation. However, the feeling state is probably the most important thing here because that feeling state is very familiar. And if you don't question it, first and foremost, it's a matter of awareness. If you don't become aware of it, you're not going to be able to do anything about it. And this goes back to the book that I read, Awareness by Anthony DeMello. Awareness, like, from what I've learned, like, like 90% of transformation comes from awareness, right? Like, it's just a matter, like, you, you, you can't see something in the dark unless you shine a light on it. You can't. And that's really how the human mind works. That's how the, that's, that's how the subconscious works. That's how everything in regards to the self works. We are very unaware of things until we shine a light on it. And that only happens through progressions of self-awareness. Like you're not going to be somebody who's completely stuck in autopilot all the time, or maybe you will. I don't, I don't really know how this stuff works. Sometimes it's kind of like mysterious, but I feel like you're not just going to be somebody who's stuck in autopilot like all the time and then be like, Ooh, Eureka, I figured it out. Like, like, no, like it takes progression. And it's like the earlier experiences that I had, you know, so, somewhere like about five years ago, they re- like, it, <laughs> before I even really started to learn about, uh, this is Freudian psychology. Um, before I even started to learn about like defense mechanisms, like projections and displacements and all that stuff, I was observing people and I was like, like, people in, like, interactions and stuff, and I was like, that person, person A, is telling person B about themselves, about, about themselves, about person A, right? But this person, person B, is unaware of their own stuff, so therefore, they're unaware that person A is just projecting or displacing onto them. Like, I started to become aware of this without, like, being familiar with the terms, like, you know, defense mechanisms, projections, displacements, all of that kind of stuff. And I started to, like, really look at it and be like, you guys are arguing for, like, no reason. You're probably repeating a pattern. And I, again, like, none of this stuff I was familiar with, but I saw it and I was like, you're talking about the same thing you did a week ago or weeks ago or a month ago or months ago. What the fuck? And so I kind of just like started to see it for what it was. And that's when I started presenting in conversations with people. Literally, I'd be like, I'd stop the conversation. I'd be like, what do you want from this? Like, what do you want out of this conversation? And that was one of the stepping stones of becoming more aware of myself and my subconscious and the patterns that I repeat. And then it came to me looking at myself in conversation with this experience recently and being like, wow, I'm repeating a pattern right now. And the awareness just evolves from there. That's what's so cool about it. Um... I'm just so excited to see how this continues to evolve for me and how I continue to see myself more and more and learn about myself more and more. That's really what this is all about. I'm just, I'm so excited to be on this journey of healing and self-awareness. Um, thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode. Uh, oh, <laughs> repeating a pattern. Not really, but anyway, um, I will say uh, thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Awakened Space podcast, but I'm not going to end there. I'm going to say, um, I would argue that there's a really beautiful life 
that is beyond autopilot, that is beyond the subconscious. I mean, the subconscious is, you know, it's, it's going to run the life. But the more aware a person can be of themselves, self-awareness is key here. That's it. Oh, the more the more awareness the, the 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 more aware that a person can be of themselves, the more in control of themselves they can be. That's how it works.